Today we're going to talk about what makes performers at work do so well. We're talking about what makes warriors at work. And I'll give you an example that started with my sister. When I was just out of college, probably, I don't know, three, four, five years, six years out of college, something like that, I noticed that my sister, who is a um, high school teacher and has been for a long time, kept getting these ridiculous job offers that were way beyond her level of experience. There was a job offer she got probably five years after college where she was up against people with 12 years of experience or more and they gave it to her. And I started, and it happened several times. And I started asking her what she was doing. And she wasn't even really sure how to answer my questions because she wasn't doing anything consciously. But what I found out by discussing it with her is that she literally was doing nothing more and nothing less than going after what she loved. So she came out of college going after what she loved. I came out of college focused on my resume. And I had really mediocre, really mediocre results as a, because of it. I'm focused on what's going to look good on my resume and titles and companies. And the results on my resume were okay. And how I felt about my life was kind of okay. And she came out of college focusing on doing what she loved with literally no consideration whatsoever for her resume. Only concerned about how she felt about the work she was doing. And she kept getting these job offers that were way beyond her, her experience and her qualifications. I have a client who has a high-paying job that he's good at. He's a nice car and a nice house. And he's been working at this place for a while. And he's not happy there. He likes the people. He really does. The work is okay. He's not really happy there. And not surprisingly, when we talk about his life, he doesn't know what matters to him there either. So there is a connection and a correlation here. He doesn't know what matters to him at work because he doesn't know what matters to him about his life. And therefore, he's kind of blah about his life. He's kind of blah about his work. What makes people warriors at work is putting themselves in their work. And not because someone's telling them to and not because they have to. Some people, like in nonprofits, are altruistically focused on the effect of their work on society. But that's not all that I'm talking about here, because this applies to for-profits just as well. Some people in their work, I was talking to someone today who runs a local for-profit company, and he sees in his work the effect on future generations. And this is not a nonprofit, and this is not a hospital, and it's not a human services organization. He simply sees the connection between the work he does and the effect on future generations. And not surprisingly, in his industry, he has one of the best companies in town. So it was not surprising to me, and I've known this for years, so it was not surprising to me today to find out that he's connecting his work 
to the effect on future generations that he has some there's something about his work that matters to him personally and not because someone told him to and not because anyone forced it on him some people at work are motivated by their effect on the team on their team around them some people some of my clients are extremely motivated by their effect on their clients some of my clients are motivated by their effect on their clients. I have a love of historic houses. And my love of historic houses is not just about how they look, although there's a lot of that too. It's about where they come from and what the neighborhood looked like when it was built and how long it's been standing and how strong the structure is how long it's lasted. And really importantly, it's critically important to me to leave these houses ready for another 100 years to come. And as a result, I have a really strong reaction against fix and flips that often focus on profit and remove some of the historic character from a house. And I've done four of these houses, not all myself, I don't rehab them all myself, but I do a lot of the painting and the landscaping. And I generally hire all the subcontractors and GC it myself. And I've done four of these over the last 20 years while also working full time. Because it matters to me. For people who perform, there's something about themselves in their work. There's a connection between what matters to them personally and what matters to them about their work. You may be one of those, these people and you may know other people who feel the same way. And what I mean by this is it's not just about salary or bonus matrix or performance review or title. And you also probably know some people for whom it is about salary or bonus matrix or performance review or title. And they're probably not, they may be wealthy. They may have nice houses and nice cars and take nice trips. And there's probably some piece of them that you know is a little bit hollow. They probably fight burnout at work. They probably wonder at some point if there's something better once they're done buying all the stuff they've bought. Even very quiet people at work, people who are introverted, who keep to themselves, often tell me that they like to be a resource for other people on the team. They like to keep to themselves and be intelligent and do things accurately and effectively and help other people figure out how to get it done. So this applies not just to extroverts, but also to introverts. It applies to the, to, to the person on your team at work who people barely ever hear from. If they are performing, there's a reason. If you don't have this in your work, if you are not connected to your work, it's likely, it's not, mandatory, it's not a, a law, it's not a rule, but it is likely that if you're not connected to your work, that you're not connected to your life. And this goes back to 
the podcast, what I talked about on the last podcast with the concentric circles of emotion and the radius of emotion that, that we live with. The solution, if you are not connected to your work, the solution, if you are performing at work but burned out, the solution, if you are not performing at work, is to start finding what matters to you. To you, not your boss, not everybody else on your team, not what your friends are going to think about your title, but really what matters to you. And those concentric circles that we talked about, the radius of emotion we talked about last week, will be required in order to find out what matters to you. Without this, without living in a broader radius of emotion, you will be stuck in blah. And you may already be there. And the truth is, we all go in and out of that. We all have blah sometimes. That doesn't mean we're stuck there permanently. But you have to be willing to expand to a broader place, to a broader range of emotion in order to find what matters to you. And then connect that to the work you're doing and see what's there, see what that tells you about what kind of work you want to be doing. Without this, your ability to perform at work and in life will be short-lived. Because at some point, we've bought the things we want to buy. Or we've determined we're never going to be able to buy the things we want to buy. And at some point, we just start wondering if there's something more. The good news is, it's all about you. And only you have the answer. Which is great news, because you can solve that problem. If you are not performing at work, or if you're not engaged at work, it's about finding the solution for you. And if you are performing at work or you are engaged at work, it's because you probably have already figured out why it matters to you. And as a, a side note, a PS to this conversation, we also all change over the course of our lives. So what matters to us now may not matter to us in 10 years. So if you've been performing at work, and you've been doing work that matters to you, and it's starting to feel dull, know that that is a natural process. Because we evolve. We check the box. We accomplish whatever it was we were seeking to accomplish for ourselves. And I don't mean titles and money and all of that. At some point, our personal evolution evolves to the next level. And the way we know that is that whatever used to satisfy us doesn't satisfy us anymore. So even if you've been a performer and suddenly you're not, which is true for my client I was talking about earlier, who is shifting to a new place, it may be uncomfortable for a minute as you think about what matters to me now. The solution is to start with figuring out what matters to you and where you want to go. And that will drive everything from there. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. If you're ready to become a warrior at work so that you get to fully live, I'm inviting you to join our Warriors at Work program, where you'll identify your warrior self, find your warrior purpose, 
develop your warrior squad and start living as a warrior leader. Using the A9 corporate coaching model that I developed after years of coaching and managing people, it's risk-free. If you fully engage and do the work and don't feel like it's working for you, I'll give you your money back. You can just join the first course or the whole series of seven courses. Go to warriorsatwork.com to sign up. I'll see you there.